Yo, what's good? This is Josh on the One Two Pod. Just want to send out a special message to all of our listeners. In these crazy times, um, make sure that you're keeping safe out there if you're protesting. Make sure you're spending time with your family. Um, rest in peace, George Floyd and all the other black men that we have lost over the years. Uh, this episode is a bit of a sensitive one. Um, so just make sure that you are taking care of your mental your physical, and just keep your head up. Hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. Cool. to pod this year boy big moose this is lockdown chronicles in our virtual building today we've got your boy ed what are you saying you know what i just heard an ice cream truck outside my house right now <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that, that was quick you know from london bridge to grove park That's nice, man. <laughs> but yeah i'm good i'm good uh say no more e-man what are you saying uh, i'm good i'm good we thank god uh, say no more, say no more. We got our boy, the newly wedded Josh. Congrats to that. No one doing? wedded, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm good, though. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, say no more. And we've got a very special guest in the, in the building today. How are you doing, Shante? I am fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not... Did I get your name right first? Yeah, you did. It was wonderful. Oh, perfect. Cool. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you coping in lockdown? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm spending a lot of time with my family, which has been nice. No one's killed anybody yet, so it's great. Um, um, yeah, man. Just trying to enjoy it as much as we can, considering the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. How's everyone else coping in lockdown at the moment for the 10,000th time? You know the one. We <laughs> 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 do this every week. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm cool though. Um, I think they're from June 1st, they're relaxing the lockdown rules in it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying in my house. I mean, yeah, for the most part, it's a bit, I think it's too soon. Like, I I personally think it's too soon to, to, we've not even really done lockdown properly, properly like that, you know what I mean? Um, but people are kind of like, people are kind of over it, like this past couple weeks anyway, so. Maybe they're just like, you know what, bonnet. If people are aren't afraid to go outside, then at least make them go to work and make money and stuff. Yeah. It's a bit bad, but True. Yeah, that's how it's going. But yeah, I'm cool though. I'm easy, man. So what are we saying this week, Josh? Uh this week, um, if y'all didn't already know, if you've been living under a rock, um a man was brutally murdered in America this week. His name was George Floyd. Um, and he was killed at the hands of a Minnesota police officer um, with the video being displayed all across social media um, and it's been pretty it's been a pretty rough like past few days I think for everyone like especially well when I say everyone I mean like, like black people or the black community 
um, both in America and over here. Um, so I take it everybody's watched the video and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. It is pretty brutal because it's quite a long. It's grim. Like a, yeah, it's grim. It's like a nine ten minute vi- long long video. Um, and it's crazy because when I when, I think when I saw when I first saw the video, I didn't really know what it was. Like no one had kind of warned me that yo, like it's graphic or rare, rare, rare. So I started watching it and I was just like, why has this guy got his knee on this man's neck? Like and the guy's not resisting arrest or anything like that. Um and yeah, I literally just sat there and watched the whole nine, ten minutes of it. And it was truly wow, the ice cream band is in my end as well. <laughs> 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 Bro, lightning speed. Um, but yeah, I, I had no idea what to expect watching that video. And it was it was truly heartbreaking. It was painful to watch. I'm not going to lie. Um, what are you lot's thoughts on it? Obviously, everyone here has watched it and stuff. If you want to go around the room. You know what? I haven't actually watched the full thing and I refuse to. Because I just think, how many more deaths do we have to watch to get the point? Like, we understand what it is we don't need to keep circulating yeah people getting assassinated over and over so this one i refuse to watch it at first and then i watch the first like two minutes and then i just lock it off but i don't feel comfortable continually watching people get murdered yeah in a very sort of like barbaric manner yeah definitely what about you um iman um yeah, no, it's it's sad to see another case of injustice. Um, you know, sorry, there's a mad echo. Um, yeah, it's just it's just another case to add to the collection, and it's so sad. Um, you know, I think it's a quote. Is it? I don't know if it's a real quote, but Will Smith said um, that you know people are just filming it these days. Like, it's always been there. It's just people have cameras. So, you know, it's it's just it's just a shame that um, we've seen... We're, we're seeing this again. Um, but the only yeah. thing I just want to highlight with this situation yeah, is that the highlight. reaction has been very different the from the usual... Um, you know, usual trends of, okay, someone has died. It, you know, it's trending for about a week. People are actually mm. destroying communities, um, yeah. rioting, it's going to affect. And you know what, with with this whole COVID thing and the fact that, that you know, people are about to experience recessions, it's going to it's gonna affect for some time. You know, if mm. some businesses are, are getting slapped, getting clapped, um, yeah, they might not be I mean, able to recover. Yeah, I mean, it was difficult. It was going to always going to be difficult to recover anyway, like from an economic standpoint yeah. with COVID and stuff. But then, if your store has been burned down, do you know what I mean? No, I mean, I don't know. Quits. I don't know specifically like what buildings are like being rioted in and stuff like that. I know like some like big big supermarkets and stuff like Target and things like that have been affected. But I don't. Uh, I don't know for like the smaller businesses in the community, um, what the rioting situation is. There, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, this is the thing about like the anger and the rage that comes from a situation like this is that it becomes so like uncontrolled that sometimes you can end up doing damage to your own 
like to your own community and stuff like that. I hope everyone who's out there kind of protesting and rioting is keeping safe. Because mm. like some of the fires and stuff that I've seen, like the way they burned down the the police precincts was was nuts. Like it was crazy. Um, well, a few things. A few things make this one kind of unique to me because obviously before it was preceded by the Amy Cooper calling the police on an African American man. Yeah. And then that was like the what could have happened if the police mm-hmm. didn't arrive. Mm-hmm. And the very next day we saw what does happen. Yeah, what does happen, yeah. So, and another thing that made it unique was it was a very long death. It was a very melt yeah. on his neck. And it was like it was as if the police were saying this is what we can do to you. You're just going to stand there and watch as we literally. Eight, he just stared minutes. into the camera, bro. Yeah. He didn't even say anything. He didn't he say nothing. Word. That's what was so tough. Was taunting us. So it's just yeah. showing us, you know, we're going to take this long. This is what we can do, and there's nothing you can do about it, sort of thing. Mm. And that's what just. And obviously, you know, we're in the age of social media, so it's a lot more in people's faces. Like, yeah, no matter how much you try to avoid it, you'll see, you'll catch glimpses of this somewhere. Yeah. So I think those factors made this quite unique, and then obviously the, the backlash, yeah, different to previous incidents. Yeah. But yeah, it's no surprise, unfortunately, and it even feels weird saying that there's no surprise for people to be treated like that. Yeah, but, it's sad. But hey, what you? What, what's been your kind of? What's been your your own personal reaction, but also like what you've seen like around you in terms of people around you, how they've responded to it as well? Um, my personal reaction to it, it was um, I can't lie, a lot of pain filled my heart initially when the video came out, and I think a few people have said it already. Like, try to avoid the video because you, you're tired of seeing the same type of video, knowing that you're going to see another black man, another black woman being killed for no reason. Um, yeah. And also, you know, the follow-up is going to have a lot of people saying, well, if they had only done this, and if they didn't do this, or if they had just done this, then they wouldn't that's have had to get killed. Yeah, that's the thing that really fills my heart with rage, and I have to ask God to just help me to chill out, because it's like, regardless if they did something or not, nobody deserved to just be murdered. Like mm-hmm. nobody, um, and you shouldn't have to explain yourself as like you shouldn't have to basically say actually no I am a good person, so don't murder me please. It shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't have to um, explain why you should be kept alive. You're a human being. Um, yeah. So that the video really affected me, especially this morning. I woke up and my heart was super heavy, and um, I just decided to send messages around to my friends, my black friends, um, brothers and sisters and stuff, to check in on them and find out how they're doing um, yeah. times of the virus and also with what's happened in the US, um, to find out how they're doing mentally, emotionally, spiritually and stuff. And some of the responses I got back, absolutely crazy, got like five-minute voice notes, ten-minute voice notes, so people just pouring out their heart. And it's like they're tired as well. Like they're tired of seeing hashtags and that person disappears a week later at somebody else. Um, and one of the things I was going to ask, actually, I'm just going to throw out there is um, the woman, the girl that filmed the video, a lot of people are giving her a lot of backlash because they were like, why would you film it? And why would you do something like that? But do you think she was right to film it? Because from how I stand, it's like 
if she didn't film it, would we know that he'd died? Would we know that he'd been killed? Um, and did we have to see it? Because I feel like, for me personally, I feel like we did have to see it because uh, I just feel like we had to see this one. I don't know what it is. We, it's like we, every mm. single one of them we needed to see, but this one in particular is really hitting home. And I think that just yeah. because of the current climate that we're in, like it's just built up so much, so much, so much. And so now everyone's like, wait, the first time in history, no one's talking about coronavirus. No one's talking yeah, about that's, what's, that's crazy. Because one of the things that I mentioned earlier was that during this time of coronavirus, all we're hearing about is, I don't know, Cummings and the fact that black people are being disproportionately arrested or mm. they're, being um, they're being targeted the most by the coronavirus. Like, so there's still this um, there's still this perception of black people being no good during corona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is it's that like possible? It's like we're getting attacks from all sides really? and all angles all the yeah, time. The pandemic that's affecting the whole world somehow Black people come off the worst. Yeah. To answer your question, though, so when I was watching it, I was, after about maybe five minutes, I was starting to get really frustrated because I was just like, I just wanted them to do something, not just film it. I know that, you know, it's a very difficult position to be in when you're, you know, you're confronted with a situation like that. You can't just jump in yourself and, like, start beating up the policeman or anything like that because then you could get put down yourself. So I 100% um, I 100% agree with you. It definitely needed to be filmed. But just watching it, it was so frustrating to see how helpless he was. I mean, the guy was screaming for his mum. Mm. And apparently his, his mum had passed away oh, like a long time ago. So he's, he's screaming and calling for his mum, who he knows isn't alive. And he knows that he's about to die if this guy doesn't get his knee off of his neck. Jeez. And as a bystander, to, to, to stand there and watch that and film that, I mean, the trauma of seeing that live in the flesh, I don't even know, you know. I, I personally never be able to live it down. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't know how you mentally process that. Um, That's life Yeah, what else, what else can you do in that situation? Like... Mm. It's yeah no I like but it's definitely definitely had to be filmed because I think even if you know this is one of a hundred cases that might happen this year this might be the only one that we get to see mm. do you get what I'm saying so every opportunity to to be able to shine light on these things is important the only caveat to that is obviously it gets very very exhausting watching your own people be killed and murdered, do you know what I mean? On on your phone screen every day, like it's the way we're getting desensitized to it is worrying, man. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's mad. That's mad. Is E Man still there? You still there? Yeah, no, I'm no. there, I'm listening. I'm just well oh, okay. Yeah, I mean in terms of like the whole situation, um we live in an age where almost everyone has cameras now. So whether you ha- it has to or, or not, you know, it, it, it's bound to happen. And the more, I mean, I think it's happening already, but the more these things are being recorded, the more when people see stuff like that, they're going to whip out their phones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, they're going to recognize this, no, this ain't right. Whether they're just doing it for Shade Burrow or not, I don't, you know, or they genuinely care. 
they're, they're going to recognize I, I need to record this so I can show someone. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the positive side of this whole situ- situation that if, if they, if people do get it, I mean, it might not save them their lives right in that moment, but at least there's awareness going on that this is happening almost behind closed doors and it's coming to light. Um, I think the reaction is more important than it being filmed because the George Floyd thing, the the officer saw them filming and it just looked like he didn't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. In in the moment, it might not um, matter, but clearly the, the consequences of whoever recorded it is 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 you know it's out there. Look at what's happening right now on a, on on their streets. So yeah, it might not it yeah. might not actually save it might not save his life, but it might perhaps police officers you know save another life in the future. Yeah, maybe. yeah, that's that's the goal and the aim I I see. And also, would they have been able to even prosecute this guy if they didn't have that video? That's, yeah, yeah. Like, the amount of dash cam videos we see where I don't know the police officers' videos are a little bit blurred, you can just about see them. Yeah. But it's because it's their footage, they can doctor that footage. But yeah, in this case, you've exactly. got like a bystander that's just there. Camera is zoomed in on this guy's face, he can't run away. Yeah. But I, yeah. I still feel like they'll find a way to, to finesse him out of it, you know? You know, it sounds like there it is. He's only been class, um, he's only been charged uh, with third degree. Yeah. What does that even mean? It means what that it was an accident. Is that not manslaughter then? No, he's, so, got, yeah. um, he's, he's got another manslaughter charge. I think it's second degree oh, really? manslaughter. So he's got third degree murder, second degree manslaughter. But the third, like I was trying to Google what third degree murder is because I've, I've heard of yeah. first and second. I've like, yeah, never heard third. Yeah, third degree is apparently uh, like manslaughter. Apparently it was an accident. Um because you know the record, they said that his autopsy came back or something like that, and they said you know it wasn't um, the cop's knee that caused him to die. It was the fact that he had underlying health issues, oh, um, yes. and yeah. um, it wasn't asphyxiation. It was. It was this, uh, see, this is this is this is um, oh my days. This is what confuses me because you wouldn't treat an elderly per- like I say elderly. Because you can usually you can usually recognize this person's elderly. You need a little bit more care, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, like any sort of intervention with that person, you need to take care. So, and that's if where this that's police where officer really don't care about black life. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, where was the care when you're trying to detain? Um, George. Mm. It's the fact that we had so many um, other incidents when the police were arresting white people who have done things way worse. <laughs> Dylan Roof, cough, cough, oh, Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof, well, they bought him Burger King because he was really hungry. Buying him Burger King after he had just shot up a church for the black people. Mad one. He made it to, he made it to prison alive. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and what was that police officer's name in the states that ran into that guy's house, shot him, and said that she thought he was she was in his oh, house? Wow. Yeah. That one. And you know that she appealed as well after she had said, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry, I hate this." She appealed the case afterwards. 
So were you really sorry? <laughs> Unbelievable. I just man. think at some point, like, we have to start knocking on the doors of, like, politicians and stuff oh. just mm. to get them to change policy because it's very clear that we can no longer speak to these people's humanity. So we have to force them into a corner and make them respect us, which I think is what's going on now with the riots. So are you, like obviously uh, those who can't hear must feel as the saying yeah, goes. So now they yeah. start to and we're gonna have to do more of that, whether it be more violence. I think there needs to be more educated voting as well. We can't just keep going for like the Democrat Party or over here it's the Labour Party. We have to know what we're putting our vote behind. And until that happens, this is going to keep going on in some endless cycle. Yeah. Yeah, with the voting, though, I don't really think any parties really be representing us like that, you know? It's the thing. It's tough. Yeah. But for me, the, for me, the main issue is the police. The, the level of training they get isn't good enough. The personnel, they get involved in the force. It's just everything. That are vetted properly and stuff. A lot of the issues revolve around the police themselves. Yeah. But the whole thing needs a massive, massive revamp. The but then the, the, the system also backs the police in their decisions, though. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I actually disagree because the system gives them the leeway to act. If you reduce that leeway, they move different. Yeah. So until someone's above them telling them you can't do this, otherwise you're spending life in pen, it's going to keep happening quite it's a casually. Down thing. It's a it's a it's a top-down yeah. kind of issue. But then when will this happen? <laughs> That's the question. I don't I honestly That's don't think thing. it will happen in our lifetime, honestly. Our it's lifetime, a generational yeah. thing, yeah. I don't think it will happen in our lifetime. Um all right, moving the conversation on a little bit. In terms of so obviously we've all shared like what our individual reactions and stuff were like. Um Shante Mm-hmm. Uh, what has been your kind of your experience on social media, especially from like um, brands and influencers and stuff oh, like that? Because it's because it's I can't lie. Some of the some of the kind of marketing and some of the press that I've seen from some of these companies and some of these influencers, especially, has been abysmal. Uh, yeah. Like, um, you know what I. I feel like black people are the ones that are popular. We create the trends. Um, so a lot of these big brands will use, you know, prominent black feature, um, figures to promote their brands, singers, dancers, rappers, athletes. Um, not even just people in, like, the sports or creative industries, but, like, other industries as well, because we're cool. Like, we do our yeah. hair and it's cool. We eat different food, it's cool. We do a dance move and it's cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, we end up being endorsed by these people thinking that they're doing us a favour and really we're doing them a favour. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're going to give me free clothes and you're going to use my music to promote everything that you're doing, the least you could do is put up some money and use your voice to speak up for the people that look like me that are suffering. Um, yeah. There was there's this thing going around right now about like Pretty Little Thing and TikTok. Um, apparently TikTok had banned the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Yeah, so and um, there was a, there's another app apparently called Top It. It's like an American Black American version of TikTok's Black owned. And, oh, so um, yeah, so everyone decides to jump on that this morning. But a lot of people were like, "Oh, didn't Pretty Little Thing just um, endorse Snoop Dogg, or was it Snoop Dogg just endorsing them, or whoever it was?" 
Um, yeah, yeah. And Ludacris and all these different rappers and stuff, they were like, these people are getting like very, very, very well-known and well-respected black artists to promote their brand. But now someone who's killed that looks like that black artist that you're using to promote your um, your brand, like so now that person is dead, you're quiet. Mm. Um, Nike put out a video today saying that you know, yeah, they weren't turn a blind eye to racism, which is great. And I'm glad that they've said it. It's a start. There's definitely more they could do because mm. it's, it takes more than you to put a 30 second video and put it on your Insta and your Twitter and say, yep, I stand. Yeah. Like, okay, let me see your, let me see your pocket. Let me yeah. hear your voice. Because I, I know maybe I'm a bit picky, but when I watched that video, I was like, I respect them, but can we be specific as well? Like, yeah, not say no to racism, but say no to racism. And we stand in the fact that we believe that black lives do matter. Like, we, nobody mm. wants racism. But right now, black people are getting killed. That's the focus. Yeah. Like, let's not try and deviate from the focus. Let's not deviate from the, the task at hand. Like, so. 100%. 100%. I do, you know what, do you know what my thing is? Yeah. Mm. I partially, I sat down and thought about this. I blame black people for this problem. Oh. And the reason That's being, right. right, is because when controversy, when controversy happens and when someone dies behind some racism or you see some racism online, we're now looking to the brands like, yo, are you not going to back us? And that's when now we want to present as a community, our terms and conditions to these brands mm. and say, obviously, if you're going to now come in to our community and profit off it and use mm. our likenesses and whatnot, mm. you have to back it. But we're not doing it when everything is good. And that's the problem. Yeah, you're right. That's an interesting point. You're right. But if we, now, if we now put our morals behind our money, which we use to back these brands, the brands will respond because the moment we take away our money, that's what they're... As a capitalist nation, that's what people respond to it's most, is money. money. Yeah. If we now put our morals behind our pound, you'll see stuff change. But when shit is sweet, you don't see anyone saying anything. Yeah, that's right. true. I think that's... I'm not saying it's all our fault, but I'm saying we have a that's a it. big... Yeah, that's a big thing within this conversation. We need to start being more... And we all do it. We all do it. But we need to start being more consistent with can you blame us? Can you blame us? Because, like, um, if you're say like, um, like let's take the music industry for example. If you grew up in an estate in South, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you know, like, you were involved. Maybe you have priors. Maybe you've been in prison before. Do you know what I mean? You've come out. You're trying to be on the straight and narrow, and you do music, and people like your music, and all of a sudden you've got a music career. Do you know what I mean? And you're able to lift um, your family out of the hood, out of the ends or whatever, and get them away from that life and stuff like that. And it's these brands that are ultimately kind of the gatekeepers to your financial freedom. It's kind of hard coming from that place of I don't really have much and here's an opportunity for me to make more. It's kind of hard to come in and be like, these are my demands. You lot have to, you know what I mean? When it, as it pertains to black people and the black community, you guys have to live up to this standard, this standard, this standard, this standard, this standard. It's kind of difficult to to do that when you're coming from a place of, you're not coming from a place of power. You're not like someone who's an established, like that's why I feel like the bigger influencers and the bigger celebrities, your Jay-Zs, your Beyonce's and that, people who've accumulated a lot of wealth and power and status and clout, 
they're more in a position to make these demands. But when you're first starting out, bro, like I don't know how you go about. Do you know what? That do you know what I mean? I'm not even focusing on the example you just made. I'm focusing more on the customer. Okay. Okay. More, more where we put our money as customers. Mm. Like we just spend our money blindly. We want to. So like some girls will put their money into pretty little thing, but now that stuff is popping off, they want to. Everyone wants to act pretty little thing. Mm. But you didn't have no problem buying their stuff before, especially when some of these brands have proven track records. And it's not just brands, it's non-black influencers who come into our space as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we're more than happy to kiki with them and give them yeah. fake African names for yeah. bands. Oh, God. But then when yeah. shit pops off. <laughs> Oliver Jack. Where are they? Oliver Jack and that. Do you wait, the way they Bam. pressured him to make a statement was so peaceful. Oh, that was, <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that that account oh, just, the whole thread just calling out people like both black and non-black just calling them out to say something and it was hilarious man yeah everyone's like oh <laughs> so and so silence is deafening in this time oh yeah why, why haven't you addressed it why haven't you tweet why haven't you said anything and then they come and do the racism is really bad guys but the race is bad you guys should stop being racist and then you lot are there with your pitchforks at the ready saying no nah, that's not good enough that's not good enough uh, why aren't you saying more why aren't you doing more did you um see the tweets on the kardashians as well and it was just like oh you lot want nah, to basically yeah people were like um <laughs> you know that ken was it um kendall jenner ad for the pepsi one People yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is Pepsi gonna start racism this time? Where's Kendall Jenner? Like, <laughs> and with the with the older sisters that have had children with black men, they were like, "It's funny mm. how you lot have found like I don't know the most um, let's say the most influential black men in sports and in music. It's funny how like you were just rushing to have kids with them, but now people that look like your children are being killed. Where's your voice? Like, mm. you're now not just a mother, you're a mother of a child that the world deems as black. That if, let's say, slavery came back in full force and everyone had to get on a boat, yeah, and we were like chained like, to each other, your child would be on that boat. Like, yeah. Where's your home? Mm-hmm. You've got to watch out for them. Fair the thing is, though, I, think, I can't remember which Kardashian, but she said it very explicitly a couple of years ago. She doesn't see color. So already now that tells us that <laughs> when. when, when <laughs> It tells us that when stuff pops off, she's not the person to turn to. So yeah. why are we now turning to them? You know what? I don't even think like, people think... turning to them. They just want to see. It's almost like you have filled our TVs with your nonsense for so many years. Or like you filled our airwaves with your nonsense. You've given mm. us shapewear. You've given us um, uh, big lip injections or whatever. Because you're using, you, you become famous based on the fact that you try to accumulate attributes that are similar or you try to replicate the black woman. Black, and, you, yeah. and you try to replicate the black woman that you've now got yourself a black man. It's not necessarily, where's your voice? We need you. It's where's your voice since you try to teep everything about us. Mm. But this is what I mean about people have shown us their track record mm. and we've allowed them to continue to exist. Yeah, we're very our... free with letting people just be in our space. Mm. We're very free. But it's hard it's, though because what we everything that we do is magical, bruv, and it's popular. Yeah, everything that we do catches wavy. on. But it's just too wavy for uh, our own good sometimes. Sure. I can't remember where I heard the but I remember someone once saying everyone wants to be black, but no one wants to be black. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. 
and that's pretty much what's going on these days. Mm. Yeah, it's that thing again about you know everyone loves black culture, but nobody loves black people. Um, mm. you know. I'm tired of it, man. It's been going on yeah. for years. It's exa- it's a, it, gets, it, it gets really exhausting just to think about it. And, like, if you think about as well, like, our futures, do you know what I mean? Like, as we grow older and start families and stuff like that, where can you really go, do you know what I mean? And feel. We need to go to Wakanda, like Tip told us. Get that guy out of here. Why, man. why do they think this is spokesperson for all black people? Please, please, please. I don't know. He's bro. not my king, fam. Bro, I don't know why they, I don't know why T.I. thought that was a good thing to say, bro. I was like, you're on, you're on national um, TV, bro. He was <laughs> but you know what it is, yeah? People in the States, unless you're like um, a person that knows they are from Africa or a person that knows they're from the Caribbean, yeah? Like, mm. because there's, there's this, obviously we know there's like definitely issues with identity over there with the black community. Like, yeah. They will yeah. say things that they think are right. Like, I know people that live in the States that still think people in Africa are shooting lions in their back garden. Like, don't be saying stuff like, yeah, we'll come back forever. I'm like, bro, this is fictional. The, the, yeah. edu- the, the education over there is, is slacking. Um, yeah, big time. They're out of touch. Know. Yeah. You know what? I, I forgot who asked me, but someone, uh, it must have been on a TL, but they said something about is it even our place to try and change the West to accommodate black people or whatnot? Mm. And then, as long as. I disagree with their sentiment because black people have helped build, build the West. So we have every right to want to. Yeah. to want. Plus that these man teeth to bear of our things, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, give me back my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, man. Hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. So but, yeah, I do I do see the angle of, you know, let's all go to our home countries and build there. But nah man. <laughs> We're old stuff. No, nah, why not? You're gonna respect me. I'm sorry, but it's a thing of I fair enough, I wanna go home. I wanna go back home and build there. But anywhere I step foot off, on, on this planet, I deserve respect and I deserve. Hey. I have rights, fam. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to go back to Africa to to live. I can go anywhere. Yeah. I like um, the same way, without the same without, way without, without being spat on, on without putting someone's knee on me. I I don't need yeah. any of that shit. Oh, like, yeah. let me you know, let me eat in oh. peace. It's true. Why do you have to spend so much time justifying why she you should be alive and why you should exactly. be like a human being? Exactly. To the point where it becomes second nature, bro. Like oh. to the point where when you're raising your own sons and daughters, you're gonna have to have that conversation with them to be like, yo, when you encounter the police, do you know what I mean? This is it's how you're gonna behave. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's it's gonna that's be ridiculous. Think how pretty much all black parents have to have that convo. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have that convo when you were young? Um, No, I didn't. I didn't didn't have it, but I grew up in Peckham, man. (laughs) 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 I didn't have that conversation, but I definitely had the, you know, as a black person, you're going to have to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think almost everybody has had that. And I even hate that sentiment, by the way. That whole, you have to work twice as hard to have what that other person who didn't work twice as hard has mm. inequality. Mm. So, mm. No, man. It's not right. No. It's not, it's not right at all. 
um, when it comes to having to raise your child in this environment, um, oh, I don't. Well, I don't know if any of you have got children. Um, Indeed, uh, I do. Yes, congrats, Hello. congrats. Hello. Hello. Um, Now that you have your child, how do you envision having this conversation with them? Um, honestly, I think it's going to be a thing as it will be a thing where as she's growing up, she'll see stuff. I'm not going to bring I'm not going to bring um, video clips. I'm not going to show her stuff. Um, specifically just to teach her stuff. She'll start seeing things and ask asking questions. She's gonna be like, why did this happen? Like why, you know, what for example, why why are people being I, I hope she never has to see it, but this is our reality, you know, everyone has cameras yeah. everywhere. I've said this earlier. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, I suppose as a parent, as someone as a pr- protector, someone who wants to guide her, I'm gonna have to explain to her you know, the situation and and the reality of life who knows by the time she you know i doubt it but by the time she is at that stage where she can understand and 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 she's watching these types of videos society might have been a bit better we pray it's better but um so i don't have to actually explain even worse you know you know typical behaviors you need to have but ideally it's it's hard. You you hope you never have to, but to protect your own, protect your family, you you just have to be frank and have that honest conversation of you know when you're in this environment, be aware, act in a certain way, don't let yourself get sucked in. Mm. Yeah, I can't it's lie. Hard. It's hard, like. I don't have any children. As the only woman on this podcast today, I can honestly tell you, um, I can't wait to have kids, but I'm also terrified to have kids in this time. Um, And to be a a black mother to amazing black children one day, um, I pray that my unit is strong um, and can really show them like a true example of what like love really is and what true humanity really looks like. And to still be able to encourage my children before they step out of the house. I, it's sad to think, like you said, it's sad to think that you're going to have to have a talk like this with your daughter and tell her, mm-hmm. hey, if you're at like this, then this is going to happen. If you do this, then this. You shouldn't have to tell her that. Like her innocence, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't have to warn her about yeah. the people out here in the world. So. Yeah. 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 Do you know what's mad though? I reckon the next generation are going to be the ones to, to change it. I don't reckon in our youth we're necessarily going to see a meaningful change, but I reckon our kids are going to be the ones to really push through and make something happen. But do you think they can do it on their own, though? Or do you think we need allies, like, on the other side? We definitely need allies, but I reckon we can make enough of a rumble by ourselves to get the conversation going. Mm, I don't know. We definitely... We, I think we we can't we can't do this. We don't live in on this planet by ourselves. We can't do it on our own. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we can't bulldoze our way to to uh, our objective. I, I think it's impossible to do that. Oh no, definitely, definitely. We um, definitely need people on our side. Yeah. 
I'm just saying that I think we can get the conversation started by ourselves and bring people in as we go along. But it's it's also going to take those people using their privilege and their power to help. Do you know what I mean? Mm. All the tweets and the posts on Inter are cute and that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all nice and that showing solidarity and then man there. But like, the real impacts will be where they're in a room full of people that look like them when we're not around mm. and they check behavior. That's pretty much where it starts. Man. Mm. It starts at home. I think the real impact is where they put their vote. And where they yeah. help us to influence you, policy. You know what? The thing that must have hit hit the the what's the word the nail, nail on the nail head. On the head. Um, because like going back to the PLT night, all these um, footballers. Let's just talk about footballers voicing their opinions. Um, rappers as well. Like we look up to them. I get it, but they are not leaders. They are not leaders. No, they, so. the, well, no, they're influencers. They're not. They're not there to lead us out of of this situation. Uh, okay. yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't go to. You don't go to rappers or or social influencers if you've got a toothache. So why, if you've got a problem, why are you going? <laughs> going? Go, well, 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 honestly, why? Why are you going to football? It's true. It's true, though. But you don't go. You don't go to these guys. Free kick and take my molar. I'm done. Trust me. So, so Musa's hit the the nail on the head that we have to find actual leaders um, yeah. that can actually make a difference, change the vote, change the way we vote as well. And look up to those people to get things done. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm not saying these footballers, rappers can't help. They can help, and they can help by influencing and showing that awareness of okay, these are the people you, we should. Right, people like Dave, pointing yeah. out and showing out. You know, that that's the sort of influence these people should be having. Yeah. You can't expect Dave to now go and you know be mayor of London. <laughs> like, what, what wait, do you, wait, wait. Like, Why can't I mean, we he can do. I mean, he can, he can do. But at the same time, it's not. He's at the moment. It's not his job. It's not his job to become mayor of London. Mm. You know what's mad though? Like, just to like follow on from what Eman said, I was watching a Doctor Umar video earlier. Yeah. No damn. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh wait, wait, but, but this, wait, hold on, hold on. This is the problem. <laughs> this is uh, the fact that we mentioned. We mentioned before you go off. Before you go off, what he was saying, and even though he chats a lot of shit, he said, "In what other community do you see people who aren't?" politically educated art to lead the political conversations mm. so your rappers your footballers exactly, exactly what Iman's saying mm. it's kind of true like why don't we have leaders in the places we need them to be rather than asking Dave or because everyone wants to be rappers and footballers and no one wants to be an MP bro. and that's the tap that's the tap thing about yeah. Yeah, we do want to be MPs we just MPs don't get the same coverage as rappers and footballers. Yeah, they don't get the same really coverage. Uh, I don't know about that. We've we've been seeing, we've been looking at Boris for the last weekly. <laughs> like, yeah, but Boris they, is a weller. But like going back to like my my man said, Doctor Uma Johnson, yeah, and we all laughed. <laughs> like, like this <laughs> is what I mean. Like, 
Atunde worldwide. You know as well as I, he's, he's mainly as me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> people, man, man's trying to make a difference for his people, and we're laughing at him. <laughs> but, but we get angry. We, we get angry when when little Wayne doesn't agree with our views. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I, know, I, I saw that article. I saw that article. I think yeah. the thing is, we need to find somewhere in the middle because Doctor Umar at times can be it can very be a bit wild. Right? He's, he's, he's a madness. He's a madness, though. He doesn't understand yeah, sarcasm, which is Someone was agreeing with him, and he just clapped back at her, <laughs> and she was just like, "Bro, I was literally agreeing with you, bro." But. So, so much if Malcolm X was in these times, would we treat him the same as we do Doctor Who? We would have laughed at him. Mm, we would have laughed at him. We. I think we. I don't know the way Doctor Umar approaches things. I mean, yeah, we need to sit him down and have a little talk. But like, yeah. there's just something. Okay, let's say for example the way Martin Luther King or let's say Malcolm X, like the way they approach the situation, they were radical, but they had a mm. charisma that. That Doctor Umar doesn't have. That there are people that hate black. Like, this, I saw this tweet earlier, and it was like, "Racists always love quitting." MLK, um, or Martin Luther King. I, I just said the same name twice. Um, Martin Luther yeah. King or Malcolm, <laughs> but you assassinated both of them. But like, mm. but they can still quote these people mm-hmm. because they know that they were people of influence that had a charisma about them. They weren't just shouting Ooh. from the rooftop saying this, that, and whatever, and not making any sense. I'm not saying Dr. Uma doesn't make sense. Like, oh, well, I mean... Oh. There, mm. there are things that he says that make sense. I feel like there's stuff yeah. that he's still working out um, that he maybe should take some time first before he just goes and says it. Um, and goes on rant. Yeah, yeah, before he goes on rant. Because there are some things of value that I have picked up from him on a very rare occasion. Like, mm. He just needs a good PR manager. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I would say the same Farrakhan as well. Yeah, yeah. I spend I do spend my time um watching a lot of Farrakhan videos. Um sometimes you know you get onto that dark place of Instagram and like yeah. videos just keep coming up, coming up, coming up. Especially in this time where a lot of people are being like killed and whatnot. Like a lot of like Farrakhan videos do tend to pop up and a lot of them are super informative. I think maybe some mm. of his older videos they hit me more than some of like the ones that he's done of recent. Um, mm. But you know, yeah, maybe a good PR. <laughs> PR mm. Is violence the answer, boys and girls? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's part of the answer, but like, I think uh, I'm sure. I don't know if we've spoken about it, um, but Mike Killer Mike, to say mm-hmm. Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. there, you know. Jesus. Oh damn! Um, he said. Um, like, like mindless violence. I, I don't get it. Like, there's something like beautiful about a police station burning down right now. Mm-hmm. But then, why are you gonna go and destroy a superstore, your local superstore? Why are you gonna mindlessly destroy small, small businesses? Small businesses like, yeah. if you targeted, and that's not me endorsing it. I don't wanna, yeah. I don't wanna be like accused of promoting <laughs> that. Of you, but months. like, yeah, if if you. If you had a bit more purpose to to the violence, you're targeting, like I don't know, politicians who have re- really mad views, mm. police stations. There was a strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, I can see it. I can see it being, and perhaps maybe even they will be able to see. Raw, they actually don't like our politics. Yeah, they don't like our police. Yeah. 
Why are you then going? Like, that's like me going to raid Tesco's for basmati rice. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get that. Why right. I like that? I, it's, true, though. it's true, though. Like, I get what you're saying, like, though, because I feel like when it's senseless and like aimless, it under it undermines the the root cause of why we're doing it. Because then they look at us and they're like, oh, you guys are just being like, you guys are just acting wild and crazy and unreasonable. Now we have to put you in line and put you in check. Whereas if there's more of a strategy to it, then the message comes across a lot better. The problem with black people, though, is that we find it very difficult to collectively agree on a stance or on a strategy, like, and unify in that way. Could you like... No, go on. No, I was just going to say to Josh, could you like, do you want to, I wouldn't say clarify the statement or like maybe re- reword the statement? I don't know, maybe you said what you said. Um, but I don't know. If it's About the black people and the unity thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessary that they can't collectively come to a f- form of agreement. I feel like we've all had the same um answers or maybe try to come up with the same solutions and we've tried them all at different times and now everyone's just like we don't even know what to do because everything that we've suggested mm. we've done and they still treat us like crap anything that we i don't know radical um mm. uh submissive this that the other um peaceful everything That's no fair. one's listening so now it's like rah okay maybe i gotta loot this shop maybe i do have to smash this window maybe i do have to write to my politician maybe i do have to mm. like everyone's just doing anything right now um, and it's sad for those black businesses that have been, I don't know, destroyed as part of this. However, can I just add, there mm. have been white people that have been a part of these um, protests that have oh, yeah, yeah. the riots that have come out of the protest and they have gone directly to black businesses to do it, to even more like perpetuate the fact mm. that they are racist. Mm. You know? That's a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. I've heard word on the street is there's police that are helping firebomb places like Target and whatnot to make it look even, even worse. Even worse than yeah. it is, yeah. And that video came out of that um that police officer dressed all in black, like trying to hide his face. There's a few of them that go around the back of a Target or something like that, just dashing things yeah. on camera. So they had it filmed. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Right. I think I think to solve that kind of like mindless violence. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's got a lot to do with like education, and and trying to teach. Like I can understand people who don't know how to express themselves, how to get something without. Because if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't know, oh, this is who I need to speak to. This is you know, this is these are the groups I should be attending. You're just gonna go. It's that herd mentality. You're just gonna go with mm. with the flow. You're gonna go with whatever. Is happening until it happens. But then, if, but then, if the system is corrupt, bro, what, can, what can you do? Because you go to the system to find justice, but the system isn't there to serve you. Exactly. Violence, violence works. I won't even lie. That <laughs> <laughs> is just like burn it all. <laughs> no, violence works. I mean, look at France. When France, when the French people protest, hmm. they, they get action. But it's not pleasant. Mm. Mm. It's not the best way, but I'm just saying it works. Mm. <laughs> the reason Yeah, because I just feel like I feel like for the longest time we we have gone through the proper channels. We have been shouting 
no justice, no peace, all of them man there. And no one's listened. So now we start slapping people. They've now taken <laughs> they've now taken notice. Now they want to say so we like, are mad. When I start slapping <laughs> people. To, at least I've got your attention now. Let's continue down this road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the and you weren't trying to hear it. All I'm saying is, yeah, loot a Starbucks. Watch how the nation turns on his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The companies are not, um, again, they're there for the masses. But again, like, I've only started seeing Starbucks in Brixton now because there's been an influx of white people now because they started to gentrify it. Um, and I know that if, let's say, for example, Brixton riots happened again this year or something, and a Starbucks got knocked down, or the Foxons is now that's been there got knocked down, and all these these new up and coming or just like chain restaurants getting knocked down, or um, burnout. You're going to hear it all over yeah. the news. You're going to hear that we're violent. You're going to hear this, you're going to hear that. But it's true. Like, I, I don't know what else to do to get their attention. And can you blame people for wanting to get their attention? Yeah, that's the thing. I can't blame them. Like, I think the New York um, mayor even came out today and he was just like, I'm on the side of the looters, I'm not going to lie. Like, Mad. Because this, yeah, the video is literally all over the, the whole New York at a press clear. conference. Yeah, bro. Sadiq mm-hmm. Khan, he's, yeah. He's mayor or governor of New York. and okay. um, someone, yeah, in, was, someone in power. Yeah, he listed all of the all of the injustices of, the, like, the last, you know, maybe not all of them, maybe, like, five or six mm. of, like, the injustices of black men being killed in the custody of um, white police officers. And he was just like, today I'm with the rioters. Like, I'm, I'm with them. Do you know what the thing from, is, though? Mm. I feel well and cute, yeah, but when your president comes out shouting when the looting start, the shooting start... That does not help the situation. That does yeah. not, not. The leader of the free world, you know, deep it. He, he later clarified what he meant by that, but... Nah, do you know what's so flagrant, though? Mm. If, you, if, you, if you research the history of that particular phrase, he got it from a Miami mayor in... I think it was 65 or 68... That was threatening to shoot civil rights activists. So uh, Trump really knew what he was doing. Yeah, right. oh, does, <laughs> does Trump really know what he does? He, he he does anyways. I feel like the two words maybe they rhymed. So you thought it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's that. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect. Like no disrespect. I don't think Trump is that intelligent to actually <laughs> look back in history and put those. He said when people start rioting, it just creates a whole mess and even the rioters can start shooting and stuff. But he also spoke about sending like National Guard and like military dons down there to Panama. Oh, he has. He sent them to Atlanta and stuff, The coronavirus um, outbreak really popped off in the States. You have people protesting that they couldn't go to the gym or they couldn't go to the, the swimming pool. They couldn't yeah. go with machine guns, Fred. Like, <laughs> <laughs> political offices, yeah. Camping outside White House and them places there, yeah. And, like, majority of these people were white people. They were like, could you just, um, you just step back a little bit? Could you just, that's okay. But as soon as you've got people like protesting about the fact that they're dying at the hands of people that are supposed to protect us, mm-hmm. the narrative paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And suddenly you want to send people to shoot us. Well, you were doing that anyway. So. It's true. Yeah. So what's changed? <laughs> <laughs> like, what has actually changed? What I don't understand is like, don't you, don't you realize, like, I mean, it's almost like you're trying to start. 
a war and you're acting like if you start shooting, people won't shoot back. <laughs> like, mm. are we, like, it, what do you expect is going to happen from... Uh, this is why I don't think he's that, that smart to do something like This is a guy who just blames China for everything. <laughs> no, he, Didn't he say that people should drink bleach to fight Korea? Oh, yeah, my no, God. One, no, no, one two shot of death all family. Man. Man. I saw a, a picture of a glass of death with ice in it. <laughs> Using Dettol as chaser. On the That's crazy. Shake him, not stir. Oh, no, man. Dettol as chaser. Make it a double, fam. Oh, man. I don't want to be close to it, but I still can't believe Trump is president. Anyway. It's been a mad past. The last few years have been very mad, I'm not going to lie. Our prime minister ditched us after he didn't get the result he wanted. and said, bye, don't want to be close anymore. Take care. And then we've had like two different ones since then, mm. and then Corona, and then who knows if Boris will even still be prime minister come this time next year? Like, who knows, bro? Like, anything can happen, man. I can't lie, I'm surprised Trump just like up and left us by now, to be fair. It's true. You're surprised? We've, you're surprised had, what, we've had so many, yeah, exactly what you're saying, because we've had so many prime ministers. That have just left us. <laughs> like, <laughs> <They're> just like, <laughs> I'm out, dog. I'm out. Like we had Cameron, we had Theresa May. Like it's it's long. It's actually long. I don't know. In, in this life, everyone just needs to have money. Or... Just, yeah, have money. Have money, because boy, boy, yeah, it's, it's looking crazy. Be ready to go. We're gonna be. Yeah, very testing. I think there are a couple protests this week. I mean, there's one tomorrow, actually. Okay. Is that the Hyde um, Park one? Yeah, there's one in Hyde Park um, tomorrow, I think. And there's one on Wednesday as well. Yeah. Uh, there's um, one in... Um, there's one ha- happening right now, in it? In Peckham. Really? Yeah, I saw, on your, I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. I was, you know, doing isolation. Um, uh, I just want to uh, put that out there. <laughs> That footage um, was looking kind of live, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. It was looking kind of matter of a fact. Mm. Oh god, oh god. But um, yeah. Sport, though, I think I think it's a bit pointless doing it in England, though. I don't think so. But what's gonna come of it? Really, Boris isn't about to go and lean on Trump. So, but you know what? I I think um it's about like a universal solidarity between between black people and also about the fact that. This happens over here. We just don't hear about it. We just hear about coming going to a castle and coming back. Like, we don't hear about that. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm part of like the Black Lives Matter marches. I've been. I go to many marches. Um, I'm potentially thinking about going to the one on Wednesday because there are many black men and women over here that have died in police custody. Um, yeah. Many black men true. and women that have died. Um. On, at, again, not even in police custody, but on the road because someone's been like, oh, that black person over there said this to me. Bam, they're gone. Like, Or they've been strangled mm-hmm. to death. Or Taze, what about that guy recently that was tased at a petrol station in front of his child? Um, yeah. Oh, that's his child in Manchester, yeah. 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 There was nothing to the other day yeah. as well. And um, even for, and a lot of people are protesting as well for the, the lady, the black woman that worked for, was it for the underground? That got yeah, spat at. Yeah, just because she's black, 
like, mm-hmm. and people wanted to get to where they were getting, they spat at her. They had the virus. She contracted the virus and died. And that, that person... And the, and the police have closed the case. Yeah. Oh, wow. anyway. What? They didn't, they didn't charge the person. No, they closed nope. the case. Uh, no, nope. case is closed, bro. But, but spitting in itself is assault. Mm-hmm. Regardless of... Yep. That's mad. Bro, yep. this time you're spit towards death. And no one's saying anything That's about it. That's tapped. That's tapped. Boy. That is a stark reminder that even though things in America look a lot worse, we still have our own stuff that we need to figure out over here as well. Because basically, essentially, like, the the police are saying that as a system, like, there's nothing we can do to bring justice for this woman and her family. Mm. So we've essentially failed her. Yeah. We failed her and we failed her family. Rest in peace. That's mad. Scott for changing yeah, kids no, no. slightly. Mm. What do you man make of Madonna? Oh, oh damn. Oh, 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 I'll give it to the kid. You can dance, isn't it? No, this is what I mean about the, I the allies on the other side. No, no, no. I'm not going to lie. Mean? I don't know if we need them. No, nah, what do you mean? What do you mean, Ed? He can dance. Someone has been murdered, and you and you're happy that he can dance. I don't the get that. The dancing wasn't shit. It was just a cause. You know what? No, no, no. The fact that I, I, well, I already find um, and I don't know who's going to agree with me or not. Who listens to this podcast? But I already already find the controversy around like white celebrities adopting black children anyway. Mm, oh, you're a wise lady. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, there's something about international adoptions that just doesn't sit with me at all. <laughs> like, yeah. Whether you're a ce- celebrity or not, it's just yeah. a savior complex. Yeah. Why do you think that I need you to come and save me from the mess? Like, there could be somebody else that looks like me that could do the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, it was so sad because, let's say, for example, um, Madonna's son had just posted that video on his own. Like there probably wouldn't be like a laugh and a joke about it because he'd be using his creativity to really express like the pain and anguish that he may be feeling. On his own platform as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But now it's like your mum, who happens to be like one of the biggest pop stars over however many decades, um, who clearly doesn't talk at any other point in her career regarding mm-hmm. the black community apart from when she wants to adopt more kids. Like mm-hmm. and now for her son dancing to the iconic Michael Jackson song in her kitchen. I, like that song as well, I don't even know if I can listen to it anymore after seeing that video. <laughs> like it really upset me. I don't even wanna I'm not gonna talk about her as a mother. I don't know this woman in it. Like and I really pray that for her adopting these kids, like it was a genuine thing that like, she was like, yeah, I want to see, I see these kids and I love them and I want to look after them. I pray that for anybody that's been adopted, like international or not. But at this time, rather than let your son speak for himself, you spoke for him and we never hear your voice when it comes to the black community. So why are we hearing it now? And your son is the, is the puppet. But I'm just saying anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I just think, like, first of all, like, does she even have the skills necessary to raise a black child? Because anyone can raise a child, but obviously if he's from a community and he's from a background, you have the tact needed to raise him properly 
Um, and secondly, can you just like beep? Like, she's actually, can you imagine like him like being called from his room? Like, oh, David, come down. Like, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to imagine what the call was like. Like, what is that? Dance, nigga, dance. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's what it looks like. Literally, what it looks like. Read the caption. The caption. Brutal murder travels around the world. My son David dances to honor and pay tribute to George and his family. You did a David. You did a David Attenborough. Like, what is there? Wait, wait. I feel bad for the hashtag David Bander. Hashtag Justice for George Floyd. Hashtag Michael Jackson. Oh, so, celebrities are so out of touch. I don't know if I want to hear from them on these issues, you know. Honestly, no. I don't know if I want to hear from, from them. From the time I saw them imagine when coronavirus took off. Wait, that video. They're all singing. What do you mean? They weren't even singing in the same key, fam. They kept changing the key of the song. What's going on, bro? No one needs it. Why are you singing? No one join your match. No one cares, bro. <laughs> I was like, I have to social distance. It's so hard for me in like my five thousand square foot mansion. Wow. <laughs> and we are the world in our in our pools. We're all we're all suffering together, guys. Because uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. question. Um, mm. we spoke. I spoke um, with Josh about this earlier on. I had a bit of a, um, a moment where I had to really ask myself these questions, and it was us um, wanting allies from other communities. Um, should we? I don't even know how to phrase it, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's basically like if you have an ally, let's say a white ally or something, that is going out of their way to use their privilege to educate other white people on why racism is wrong and why they should stand up and support black people and other people who are going through injustice. Should we then, um, let's say, for example, they release a book or something, should we then buy their book or should we then buy a book by a black person who has already written exactly what they have said to support our own community? You should buy both. Man said buy both. Man said house up north. It's a comedy. It's tight. Oh, then then buy the black person's book. I had to ask because I saw it. I buy the black person's book because if the white person did the research properly, they'd understand why I'm buying the black person's book. It's true though. The the black person's the black the white person like should technically understand they're already privileged. So yeah, I'm not entirely yeah. sure what what and to be honest, a white person should write it for their audience, which is white people, so that white people can understand that they need to treat black people. True. Why you give me a damn book that, that, that oh. you, <laughs> I, I already know about? You know no one. Because you know there's that book um, that's about um, wh- why I've stopped um, talking to white people about race. Yeah. There's, there's a white author that um, has written a book basically explaining to white people why they need to um, understand what it really means to be an ally 
am and basically like using your white privilege to be the voice for people that are not recognized and that are treated differently um and are racially profiled and are killed for that sort of thing um yeah. and i was really happy when i saw the book and then i was like oh i should get the book and i said wait a second uh do i <laughs> I mean, you're free to read what you want. I'm just answering your question. Yeah. Yeah. I think it definitely makes me, because I was saying to Shante earlier, it definitely makes me think about how much of my hard-earned money goes towards, you know what I mean, my own community. It's very easy and convenient to be ordering things on Amazon and getting next-day delivery, and it's not so convenient having to drive down to, you know what I mean? a trillionaire. You know them ones. It's very easy to do that and it's very convenient, but it, it's going to take effort to support black business, do you know what I mean? And yeah, how committed yeah, am I that's to, true. That's true. to making that a part of my life? It's definitely I think, food for thought. I think long term I want to start reconsidering where I spend my money as well. Because yeah. obviously everyone sits down and we talk about race, but we don't really back it up after we just sort of forget about it we don't really inconvenience ourselves yeah yeah so for example right i learned today that coca-cola had an active investment in apartheid and then what makes it even worse is i know for a fact that they have an active investment in the prison system which imprisons black people Mm. but someone like coca-cola at what point do i say do you know what i'm not buying that kind of seven up or i'm not buying that kind of sprite or whoever they find yeah yeah but at what point i begin to put my morals behind my money Mm. which is going to inconvenience myself so it's that sort of tricky balancing act that i want to try and get right this is why when we go to nando's we order water and then (laughs) 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 go I think I think you know what, like obviously no no disrespect, even though I'm gonna disrespect. Um no. <laughs> it's a thing of like like you should be like you shouldn't kill yourself. Like if if like if you're struggling, mm. you shouldn't like I'm not saying Coca Cola is probably the worst example. But yeah. and you need to drink. You shouldn't kill you like go out yourself your way of killing yourself because you, you you feel disrespected or you'll feel like you're not gonna you're not supporting black movement. If yeah. if you can afford to obviously if you can afford to do that. Yeah, yeah, then do it. But don't let your kids starve. Don't starve yourself. Mm. I, um, I, I hear what you say here. It's a tricky balance in that because how many of us truly from the backgrounds that we're from can afford to do it? But then I think it's more about us doing the research because to be honest, if we just spent maybe like a month if, or a week or however long it would take for us to really know, actually, I can do this and um, I don't necessarily have to go to H&M or I don't necessarily have to buy that kind of coat. I could literally just, I don't know, drink water or maybe I can just like juice a carrot or maybe I can mm. go to that guy's corner shop on the road where he started selling his own drink. Like it's not, it, I feel like sometimes we, um, because we assume that the things that the black community has to offer is not easily accessible, we say, okay, well, yeah, like, you know that true. point we were making about don't starve your, you've got your kids. I could completely understand. Like, I really do. But then there's a point where it's like, okay, I can't keep using that as an excuse. There has to be something I have to do. Like yeah, maybe yeah, I can just yeah. my household and not be buying my kids McDonald's because we don't have McDonald's money. Yeah, we have yam at home, innit? There's rice at home. 
That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Real bad. <laughs> Maybe we Real have to do something like that, you know? Yeah. It is true. Yeah. Is. The, the buying power that the black community has is crazy. If black people no, stop true. shopping yeah. for a week, you know this whole place with full. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Man, it's all... A black pound. These men were back to me a few weeks ago. It's all attitude. Human. When? I can't remember what episode it was, but yeah. Oh, I don't remember, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't remember that. Hey. I'm scratching my head still. Hey, get get you man out of your mouth, man. Don't don't be oh, speaking about no. you, man. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but a hundred percent. Like buying power is important. Money is important. Obviously, we're still stuck in our face of our phase of like we want to like impress one another don't don't know why mm. um but but 100% buying buying power is important and we talk about assets every other week ownership all of that stuff yeah um yeah man i agree and political power as well that's important yeah more black people need to get into politics to be honest things things that matter i don't uh, see, this is where I find it difficult because we're just fight, it's fighting a losing battle in this country, man. In, in the Western you think so? There's not, there's simply not enough of us. We're, we're outnumbered and... Yeah, but... Way. No, no. Just because there's not enough of us doesn't mean we can't act. Mm. You know, all it takes is one person. And a lot of it is a mindset thing as well. Changing course, the collective definitely. mindset. It, it seems of... it's a cultural thing, almost. That mm. We won't really get anywhere with this. We can, we can definitely break down some doors, but ultimately... Do you know what narrative I hear like, over and over again, especially um, between like black Brits and people back home and stuff like that? Um, the narrative I constantly hear is, "Oh, you're not English, or you're not um, no, English is not even a thing." But you're not, you're not really British. They don't really see you as being British, and that's that's complete. There's absolutely fine, but you exist. You are here. You actually have. Yeah. You you know you go to work. You pay taxes. You have a passport. You have all these things, so you can yeah, actually make there. a difference. Exactly. You can actually make a difference. Yes, there's more than them or than us, but. Mm. You can actually use that to your power. You can manipulate that power by just yeah. existing. Yeah, and people don't realize it's that. A long time, mm. and it'll take a. It'll take. Generation. Not only will it take a long time, but it, take ultimately work, it takes it takes sacrifice and work. Yeah, it's just hard work. You can't just walk into it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's been a good conversation, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I, know, I still can't get over the fact that you've got someone under your knee, and how can you be so dark that they say they can't breathe, and then you don't even lift your knee up? He you. doesn't even flinch, bro. Right to me, but there is some I mean, serious evil in this world, man. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. There's some serious evil in this world. Um, but yeah, hopefully everyone stays safe. Um, take a break from social media sometimes as well. That's what I'm gonna do this week. I'm not gonna lie, cause yeah, it's been it's been this week has been a lot. Still, 
just in the last couple of days. Spend more time talking to work. Relax. What do you define as a break? Like one day, two days, what? I mean, I think I will. I'll probably. It depends. I've not been on. I've been on Twitter a lot more. I think when it comes to news and stuff like that, I'm on Twitter like loads in it. So like, I feel like I need to maybe delete that app off my phone. Can you deactivate your Twitter and come back? Is that a thing? You yeah. can un- uninstall Twitter if you like. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll, be I'll remove on... it off. Yeah. I remove it from my phone and stuff like that, so that I'm not kind of like always on it but it's good as well like that's the thing twitter and things like that it's good to, to like keep abreast with what's going on in the world and things like that but um but yeah hopefully everyone mentally is able to take a break from this stuff because it's heavy stuff man it's tiring yeah, yeah it's proper exhausting um thank you very much Shante, for joining us with this has been our yeah, first guest in a while um, yeah. Is there anything you would like to? I know you have things to plug in it, so I'm just gonna give you the floor to plug whatever it is you wish. To plug. So mad, I didn't even think I should consider in the conversation we were talking about. Um, but I one, thank you for letting me be on the podcast. It's been great. I've been supporters from the jump. Um, and I'm really proud of you guys, oh, no. beautiful black men. <laughs> Doing um but yeah i guess let me plug myself small small um my name is shante my name is shante my name is shante i sing i eat i used to eat chicken and i just released an ep called sunshine um go and get that thank you go and get that it's on everything um and the single off of that is called king and it's on youtube watch it enjoy it and i really just hope that it brings you some joy in this crazy time because it's really helping me right now so yeah and what's your social media handles where can people find you on stuff um it's at underscore shante underscore on everything and shante is s-h-a-n-t-e-h cool um it's been your boy josh uh my facebook and my facebook twitter and instagram sorry is at it's Joshua. <laughs> Bro. <Bye. laughs> facebook didn't exist in 2005 get out of here boy um, <laughs> but yeah, my at is I T S J O S H Y O U A R E. Musa, what are you saying? Where can the people find you? As always, it's at B I G M U S 92, and I never remember my Insta, so I never plug it. Okay, so no more. Ed, what are you <laughs> saying? Oh, me is uh, look at your head on Insta and Twitter. And finally, Ephraim underscore London on everything, baby. <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah, and as f- always, you can find the podcast at at the one two pod on absolutely everything. Yeah, that's iTunes, Twitter, SoundCloud. What have I missed? Insta. Yeah, Facebook. Anything else? Um. Yeah, that's about it. To be honest, that's about it. Yeah, Spotify. That's the one. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. At yeah. Pod on everything. Love. Thanks for listening, guys. Right. This has been a one two pod. We out. We are out. Peace. Peace.